Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Lisa Stump, SVP and Interim CIO at Yale New Haven Health System. In this segment, Stump talks about the balance leaders need to find in collaborating with both large EHR vendors and small startups, how the organization is leveraging its focus on innovation as a recruiting tool, and how her past experience as a project leader gave her the perspective she needed to push back a deadline. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. We're looking at, you know, the, the feedback we get from our patients. Our, our surgical areas was another area where um, if you've ever brought, you know, a friend or loved one to the hospital and they go off for their procedure, uh, we know that patients are then waiting in the waiting room and you're sort of a little bit tied uh, to the area. Uh, we had traditionally been using um, those pager-type devices like you see, again, in restaurants um, that, you know, buzz when your family member was out of surgery. But we've partnered with a local company uh, around a, a new product called Family Touch that allows us to send secure text messages uh, to families that patients have designated to receive informational updates. Um, and we found that to be very well received as well. Um, so when the patient presents for their case, they tell us who we should keep informed of their progress. We capture the cell phone number of those individuals. And then from a pre-canned list of messages, uh, the staff have the ability to keep the, the family members or friends informed that the case has begun on time or perhaps was delayed, uh, but the caregivers at least know uh, exactly what's going on. And it's a text message, so they can be anywhere. They don't need to be you know, within close vicinity to the waiting room uh, as those traditional tools had required. So that's been uh, incredibly positive as well. We're, we're really using a variety of tools. Our patient portal, the, the Epic MyChart portal, um, is probably a key in that overall strategy that lets patients you know, interact with their care team to ask questions, to now do telemedicine visits, um, to access their medical records. And so that's really probably the center point of our strategy uh, and also is now starting to help us with, you know, as I mentioned, we don't want patients to have to interact with many different applications uh, around a given stay or around their care. And so using the patient portal as sort of the one-stop shop for all of that uh, is a strategy that, that we're really trying to put forth. Okay. You're really doing a lot of uh, interesting um, initiatives with, with uh, you know, patient outreach and engagement. And uh, I noticed that there's definitely a common theme and that there's, there's a willingness to, you know, to partner, uh, collaborate with companies, and do things that maybe aren't as, quite as established yet, but really you know, trying to take ideas from concept to, uh, to, to being carried out a little quicker. And it seems like there's a real like, spirit of innovation there. Yeah, we are really trying to tap and look at new and innovative solutions. We do try to avoid just the, the new bright, shiny object, for lack of a better word, right? Uh, technology for technology's sake, we, we think actually it's counterproductive. Um, but where there's a real need, um, we look to uh, collaborate and innovate with, again, whether it's a startup company or a big tried and true like Epic um, that you know, we've already invested in as a core system, 
we want that platform to evolve uh, and meet our needs as well. I often find we are then the, the point of integration between you know, the big EMR vendor and the small innovator as well. Uh, and I think that's a key role um, you know, for health system IT executives uh, to be looking for that right balance of you know, what's coming from the core system, where you need that new innovative bolt-on solution, and how you smartly drive that integration I think is a, a key role. Um, yeah. That's an exciting area. And you know, I think it, it's caused us to sort of stretch a little bit our, our skills and our, uh, our efforts, and it's a bit of a paradigm shift. Um, you know, we traditionally have been a fairly risk-averse um, organization, and I think healthcare in general um, is risk-averse. But um, you know, needing to take on some risk and, and learn quickly from some mistakes I think is an important evolution for us uh, to truly leverage technology for healthcare. Yeah, and, and I think it could help as a recruiting tool too when, when people know that it's possible to have an idea that something you've seen in a restaurant can actually possibly come to fruition. It, it, it kind of in, invites maybe a little bit different aspect of talent. You know, it does. I actually just had the opportunity to film a recruitment video uh, for our organization. And, you know, I think even the firm that was interviewing me for that video said, you know, a lot of people think healthcare IT is not, you know, a fast-moving, innovative area, you know, if you're a sort of techie-focused person. And um, I really think that that's, that's changing. And it is a very dynamic area of practice right now. And um, so yeah, I do think it's going to help us attract new talent and, and great opportunities for a career right now. Yeah. Okay. So, so switching gears a little bit to talk about your role, you've been with the organization for a number of years. 20 years, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just had my anniversary okay. in August. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And yeah. You started in, in the pharmacy area? I did. I'm a pharmacist by training and came to Yale New Haven uh, initially as a clinical pharmacist, uh, eventually became the director of pharmacy. And then in 2008, I uh, started to move into healthcare IT. I actually created a division of clinical informatics for Yale New Haven Hospital. Um, so it's been an exciting career. Okay. And what, what made you uh, interested in that? I mean, obviously that's a time where things were really starting to, to take off, I guess you would say. Yeah, you know, in, in looking back, you know, I think if, if you looked at my resume, you'd think, oh, she was always sort of building towards a career in IT, um, and I really never would have pictured myself here. But, you know, technology for me as a clinician was always central to making care more efficient and safer. Um, so, you know, I think back to, I date myself, but thinking back to my early days as a pharmacist. I, I worked in a hospital in the Midwest and we were still using pencil, paper, highlighters, and whiteout. Um, you know, reading handwritten orders from physicians, transcribing them onto a document in the pharmacy, uh, you know, literally erasing, crossing out, and the potential for error was obviously huge. And in the course of my, my, one of my very first assignments as a pharmacy resident was to automate our processes in the IV admixture room. And I laugh about it now, but the, the software arrived on a, you know, three and a half by five floppy disk in the mail, and I installed it on a hard drive in our IV room. Um, and 
really always, you know, from that point forward, it's always looked to technology to, you know, replace reliance on human memory to provide helpful information. I, I was part of, you know, implementing computerized provider order entry for the first time, expanding its use. And so, you know, over time, um, I, I really found that that's a big part of where my passion was in, in leveraging technology to make care better, safer, more efficient. Um, and, and drive quality outcomes. And that's a lot of my vision still today, uh, you know, around providing the right information to the people who can make the right decision for patients. Right. And now it's, it's since about last fall that, that you've been in the, uh, the interim CIO role? Correct. So it's interesting, I'm sure, for, for your perspective. I mean, it, as far as you know, how, how you view the interim role, you're somebody who's, who's been in, with the organization, played a key role in the EPIC implementation. So it's certainly a different perspective than, uh, than an outsider coming into a new situation. But, but kind of how do, how do you approach this role? Really from day one have just tried to ignore the word interim. Um, I, I don't see my role as uh, temporary in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, I think having the background that I do uh, has given me insight into the organization uh, and the history I've built. Uh, it's allowed me to build credibility uh, with clinicians, you know, having a, a clinical background, uh, and with the leadership uh, of the organization, and then the IT staff who have seen me, you know, at various levels, even within the IT organization. Um, I still have great excitement and passion both for the mission of the organization and my ability to help drive it forward uh, through IT. So interim um, you know, really has not played a big part in how I've tried to conduct myself over the last year and, and really in leading the team forward. Right. One of the really key themes we see with, with the CIO role is, this, is in uh, being somebody who, who supports the staff. I would think that there's no time where there's a greater need for that than something that, like what you just went through, you know, with, with the beaker implementation. So, um, was it mm -hmm. a little bit different being in this role now, going through something like that? Yeah, you know, I think um, I, that's a very insightful question. I think you know, being the frontline project director uh, is different clearly than uh, leading it from the seat of the CIO in, in a more strategic approach. But again, I think my experience there let me understand very clearly what, what the team was going through. And you know, one of the, I think, more difficult decisions I had to make um, was around our timeline. I, I hinted at it earlier. Um, you know, we had originally planned to go live with Beaker in April. And as we really started to work through the details of the plan and really understand the opportunities we had around consolidation, there was a key decision point around can you take on that additional work and risk of all the consolidation that we wanted to accomplish and could we do that in the same time frame? And we initially thought that we could uh, and we're, we're working towards that end, but it became pretty clear that we couldn't do that safely, both from a patient safety perspective and, and a sort of operational financial perspective. And so I needed to make the decision uh, to move that timeline. And it may be common in, in other you know, IT organizations, and a lot of people probably expect IT timelines to slip, but my approach has never been to have a deadline slip. And so making that decision was a tough one, but it was the right one. And you know, I think 
had I not probably had the experience of, of leading a project um, myself, I, I don't know that I would have been able to make that decision as cleanly and clearly and confidently that you know, we truly needed uh, to move that timeline. And the team respected that decision, as did the organization, uh, and again, it was the right one. Yeah, yeah certainly not an, not an easy call, but like you said, the right one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That covers what I what I wanted to talk about. I know you've definitely covered a lot, um, but really, uh, it's been really interesting hearing your perspective and um, you know, and talking about not just what you guys are doing with at the organization, but you know, the the interesting perspective that you bring. So I really appreciate you giving some time to speak with us. I appreciate the opportunity, Kate. Thank you very much. Sure, and uh, hopefully I'll be catching up with you again in the future to see how things are going. Wonderful. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.